0: Welcome, Fivers, to another episode of High Five the Podcast, a movie podcast for people who like other stuff, too. On this week's episode, your hosts, Courtney, Mia, and Jay, dive into some of their favorite movies, and hopefully talk about some of your favorites, too. If they don't, feel free to yell at your speakers, or you could just tweet at them with your choices, like an adult. Now, let's join the gang as they dive in. Fair warning, this podcast may contain spoilers for movies that came out 20 years ago, but really at this point, that's your fault.
1: And now, on with the show.
0: One one I love talking about like individual actors and actresses that I love, but two I have to ask because it was recent. Did you guys watch the Tragedy of Macbeth trailer?
2: No, I haven't seen it actually. Oh, dang,
0: ladies, ladies, okay, ladies and listeners. Let me fill you in on what this is, and then we can dive into our episode. But there is a trailer out for Joel Cohen, Joel of Joel and Ethan Cohen, yeah, directed The Tragedy of Macbeth, and it's full on Shakespearean, black and white. Ambiance atmosphere and it stars Denzel Washington and Francis. <gasps> That's right,
3: Denzel Washington. Oh, that'll be good.
0: That'll oh, be so well, good. The trailer, I mean, and they're like speaking in rhyme, they're doing the verse, like it is full on Macbeth and it looks fucking dope. I am so excited for this movie, which is why when we were like, Well, what do we want to talk about today? I was like, Well, Madam Francis Queen McDormand. Um, and 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 you ladies agreed. So, yeah. I'm so ex- <laughs> I, I'm so excited that I can't I can't stand anymore. We have to high five and we have to talk about Miss McDormand. Yeah, let's high five. <laughs> Should we high five? High five. High five. High five. High five, high five
3: son.
2: Woo! High five. Don't let me hang it. That wasn't too bad. That wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. That one I like. it will do pig.
0: It'll, oh, well, you know what? That's not nice to say to me.
2: <laughs> You're No, no. We're quoting movies. Uh,
0: funny story, though. Uh, my daughter, my youngest, is into Peppa Pig. Um, oh. And she can't say Peppa Pig, but she can say pig. So many a time, she'll just point at me and go,
2: pig! Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. 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 Pig. Pig! Oh, Pig. no. <laughs> at home, okay. it's not a big
0: deal, but we're in like, when we're in Kroger and we walk <laughs> by a box that has Peppa Pig on it, and then there's like 14 people around me as my one year old goes, Pig! Pig! <laughs> 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 oh, that's beautiful. Afternoon at Kroger, I'll tell you what. Oh, my
2: God. <laughs> I love uh,
0: it. Well, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of High Five colon the podcast where we <laughs> love to love movies i am one of your hosts jay i'm courtney and i'm mia and we are gonna talk about francis mcdormand today yeah.
3: oh ladies francis
0: <laughs> I will uh, I will do the honors because this was a J pick. This was one that this it cycled around to me, and I sort of played my hand at the beginning as I really wanted to dive in and talk about Francis, uh, mainly because of the Macbeth trailer. It's super good. I love anything and everything that Francis puts out, but I was looking at our catalog on High Five Call in the podcast, and I have noticed that there is a lack of deep dives into the careers. And doing retrospectives on fantastic female actors. And I couldn't think of a better one to start with than Frances McDormand. Yeah. And so yes. I. I'll I'll give you my history with with her, and then I would love to hear hear what you guys' experience. Whether you're new to to the Frances McDormand train or whether you've been a fan for a while, but she was one of those actresses to me that really snuck under the radar. It's like I loved mm-hmm. the movies that she was in. I was like, oh, I love that movie, or oh, I love you know Raising Arizona, or oh, that's so funny, or whatever, whatever it may be. Right. And then it wasn't until years later where I put the dots together. I was like, that's all that same lady yeah
3: yeah she she's like a she's like Tilda in that she completely gets lost yes. in her roles mm-hmm.
0: she is that character Tilda yeah. Swinton is yeah. another actress who I think does this very well but mm-hmm. you're right Frances just like embodies the character so much that even though I know what Frances McDormand looks like I'm always kind of on the page of her it's like I just lose like uh, there was um, and not to spoil any lists or anything, but three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. If you guys mm. haven't seen it, I, I recommend it. But she plays so a character that you totally believe and yeah. like sympathize with, but also are kind of arguing with during the movie. But she mm. she always brings this level of realism to yeah. her characters that I I'm just infatuated with in a big way. So I was thrilled that we get to kind of dive in and talk about her her filmography and the ones that stood out to us the most. But yeah. I mean, what what about what about you girls? Like, what, what what's your history with Francis? Did you have to dive in and actually find some, or were you like a Frances head?
2: I I had to definitely dive in and find some and then once I was looking at her filmography which has a whole separate Wikipedia page just everything she's done I was like oh Mm -hmm. I've seen more than I thought you know like um, because it's just you just either unless you're like a giant fan of hers you probably won't she just flies under the radar because you're just like oh that's just the character in the movie clearly that's a real life person and not an actress, you know? Um, right so for yeah. me, I, yeah, I was like, no, that, they just <laughs> found someone off the street in that general area from that walk of life, and that's who that is. Um, but I, I didn't realize that once she was married to one of the Cohen brothers, and also just her involvement mm-hmm. with all of their work, which is really, she's really what? cool. She's married, uh, Joel Cohen, I think she's married yeah. to Joel. Yeah. What? And they've been Fun. married for like a while. <laughs>
0: I was about to say it's fun trivia, guys. So I'll I'll uh if if you're not in the know, hey listeners, here's a little high five tip for you. Here are five trivia. Uh yes, uh she is Frances McDormand is married to Joel Cohen of the Cohen brothers. They discovered her for their first movie, Blood Simple, and she was like the star of it. And after mm-hmm. that, there's like Joel and her, she was like his muse. So yeah, they've been yeah. together ever since. And that's why she's in so many Coen Brothers movies, outside of the fact that she's a fantastic actress. She's not getting the role because she's married. She's getting the roles because she's incredible, and she happens to be one of the director's muses.
2: Yeah. Which is awesome. And and she just fits right in the pocket of, like, her... I mean, she can act in anything, but I think her style... I think, like, they really make use of her talent. You know?
3: For sure. Like, they know how to, like... Yeah. I don't know what to say here, because it's just such a natural, beautiful fit. I would have had no idea that, that she was, I never would have guessed it, but yeah. now it makes sense with how perfectly the roles that she played. Like, even when she isn't, I just want to make it a, like a testament to her that even when she isn't working with him or them, that when mm-hmm. she's outside of those roles with them, she still feels like someone you're about to meet at any point in time. She just lives and breathes those characters that she plays.
2: I agree.
0: She's an interesting one because when she is in, when she is behind some material that's super strong or directors that are really, you know, hone their craft, it can be some of the most amazing performances. And I'm sure that we'll, you know, talk about some in our lists, but, but like on the flip side of it, she just is constantly, Working, she mm-hmm. is always mm-hmm. putting her best foot forward, and even like she's got like, uh, she's doing stuff like Aeon Flux and voice yeah. work yeah. in like Madagascar 3. Um, yeah, which the Madagascar 3 one blew me away because we watched that movie because we have young kids, and I never in a million years would have guessed that she was like the French bad guy in that right. movie. What and she's hilarious. She is super funny in that movie as Detective jean Dubois of French animal control. That's incredible. It's great. And then just, I mean, uh, she can do bit parts, like Almost Famous, or she can be, like, front and center. The whole movie is about her, like Nomadland. Mm. And you always remember... Her. You always remember what she brings to either her characters or to the screen or even to a movie like Aeon Flux, you know, yeah. maybe like I just I'm always impressed by what she's able to kind of piece together. Um, mm-hmm. Do you guys I mean, looking back through her filmography, it's hard for me to be like with the very first movie I saw her in. Um,
2: I have no idea. I have mine, but she's it's just on kind my of list.
3: orbited.
0: Okay, gotcha.
3: For me yeah. she's orbited around, so it took it took me actually going to her IMDB and being like, Okay, what was she mm-hmm. in? To be like
0: when did I watch this movie? Was right. she Wait, actually right. in this
2: movie? Right.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you, the movie that she's in that did that for me outside of Madagascar three, because that's voice work. <laughs> but the um and it's not on my list, but it's, and it's because it's not her movie. But Primal Fear. She's in Primal Fear with Edward Norton and Richard Gere. And oh. she's got a pretty big role in the movie. Yeah. And I just never even remember it. Uh, she's yeah. the psychiatrist who's brought in to evaluate Edward Norton. Like, for the judge, she's the one that's sitting with them in the Shut room. Shut up, Exactly, not exactly. Even it right now. It it's oh, exactly. my God. <laughs> it's like and it's like you know you've seen that movie and you're like oh wow francis mcdormand was in that it's yeah just, oh, yeah I, I i love it and it, it, whether it's drama whether it's uh comedy uh she's even done uh courtney i think you asked before we were recording if we were including television shows or not right yeah because she's one that i think has run the gamut on those two
2: she's killer in
0: everything yeah oh she, she I uh, is one of the best
2: actresses of. Uh, 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 of Can I just living. say, mm-hmm.
0: excuse me,
3: um, I haven't seen enough of her works. I literally saw just enough to be able to make this list, and I am mm-hmm. really disappointed in the quality of life that I am living. That I have seen so few of her. I was don't get me wrong. The things that I saw her and I was like, oh. oh so damn. so for me, it's less. Um, it's less of like I looked on her MDB and I saw Primal Fear, but I forgot what Primal Fear was. Otherwise, my list would be adjusted right now. But right, okay, I'm gonna maintain the list that I have. Um, so a lot of my choices aren't Francis led, just roles mm-hmm. that she mm-hmm. was that she played that I watched and enjoyed, reg- regardless of whether it was big or small.
2: Right, I, I, I'm kind of in the same vein.
0: Yeah, you focused on, uh, like, Courtney, when you were putting it together, obviously you were looking at television as well, but were you looking at things that she had a a big impact on, or was it just anything that she was in that made an impact on you?
2: Uh, Anything that she was in that made an impact on me, and uh, just a combination of what I'd seen her in, like, when I was younger and realized, Mm -hmm. oh, that's Frances McDormand, oh my god, she really, like, those movies or whatever really kind of shaped adolescence and childhood for me in some cases— um, or just things that I loved. And then, uh, later on, uh, uh, yeah, just things that were like, wow, that was incredible. And everything she's in is obviously incredible, but personally what impacted me and her performances. So like, regardless right. of her leading it, being a bit character or anything like that was just more, more, the yeah, culmination of that.
0: I, I, I tended to do the same thing. Now I, I ended up, I think siding more on things that she led. Cause I think those were where I was able to connect with more and it ended up not from any uh, personal desire, but it just ended up that all of mine were movies that she was in. Mm-hmm. Um, although I'm hoping that someone else uh, among us has one of the TV shows that we can talk about. If not, I'll bring it up at the end. Yeah. Um, but I know that I for sure have at least one or two honorable mentions Mia, I want to start though with you because you were saying that you scrounged up enough to to get your five. Did you have any that you had to whittle out even with with the with the small um, selection you
3: had? Y- yes. Um very specifically, Madeline. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I was like, "Yes, I've seen this, but it's been
0: so long." It's was like, yeah. I don't know
3: if I can.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: No, there were other ones. like. Um, so for me, Eon Flux isn't in mine because that is mm-hmm. also a movie that I only saw once when I was super young. And I barely remember that as well. So the, those two for sure. Um, yeah. And then there was one that I thought I had seen. And then I looked at like stills of the film and I was like, no this was just a i movie. have not seen this yeah movie. it was um it's um it's almost famous i so desperately wanted to see that when i was younger but i wasn't allowed to
0: watch it for whatever reason so it Fair. is it, a good one
3: i need it's, to it's worry a good
0: movie um i i definitely i definitely recommend it to you and and the listeners because it's it's a fun one um yeah definitely a lot if you like music yeah, yeah, yeah. I dare
2: dare I say that? it's Cameron Crowe's best. I know everyone loves Jerry Maguire. No one likes Aloha, but I think
0: I think I, uh, I, think
2: I almost famous I don't is know. It's best.
0: it's it's close with Elizabeth Town or whatever that shit.
2: Show oh, is. yeah. Oh, um, also. <laughs> no,
0: I I think hands down. It's his best. I I love Jerry. I mean, OK, I like Jerry Maguire fine. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah, no, almost famous is, is like a masterpiece for Cameron Crowe. It's like he lived 100%. it. It was like his life or something. So yeah, no, no, that's that's all. That's all that. It's it's very good. It's not on my list, but it it is one that everyone should watch. Um, okay. Courtney, did you have any honorable mentions on yours?
2: Yeah, I just have one, um, and it, it mostly because we maybe ha- we have talked about this movie in another episode, but also I think there's just other things that connected with me more, but. uh Uh, I loved Francis in Raising Arizona, but not enough to make the list. Just a great side character. Yeah, a great side character, great movie, obviously a great departure from the Coen Brothers normal uh, filmmaking, especially at that time. That was they wanted to make something they'd never done before. And I think that's all of it is great, but I just don't think it didn't quite impact me enough um, to make the top five. But still a great will, movie, great I, performance.
0: I will say that when you think of that movie or when you look at that movie, it is Nick Cage's movie.
2: A 100%. Um, you don't even think about Holly Hunter, honestly, either. Exactly. Unfortunately.
0: So, yeah. Same. I mean, you think of her more than Francis, sure. But, yeah, right. I totally, totally agree. I had thought about that one on my list, too, just because I love the movie. But then yeah. when I was really thinking and, and like zoning in on the performances that she's given mm-hmm. that yeah I I kind of I did um I branched out I I have my honorable mention is one that I was surprised ended up as an honorable mention to be completely mm. honest um because quite frankly I think she's fantastic in it but the honorable mention is Nomad land um,
3: whoa I need to see that I, Whoa!
2: I, I know okay. and,
0: Here's the but here's here's my reason Courtney. I haven't seen it from beginning to end. I've seen okay. bits and pieces of it. I've seen screener scenes of it. I've seen like on her and her like the way they filmed it with her living in a van for those months and Chloe. um and her actually meeting those people, the people in Nomadland being true nomads and right. Francis embodying that lifestyle. Like I love all of that and honestly think it deserves a place in her top 5.
1: But I just hadn't
0: sat down and watched it from beginning to end. So I was like, I don't know if I can. So that was the only
2: reason. No, that's totally fair and honest.
0: I think she deserved every accolade she got for that movie from everything that I witnessed and experienced. And it's my goal to sit down and watch it from beginning to end uh, here soon. But yeah, that's what I've heard. So, all right. All right, I think our honorable mentions are out of the way. Do we actually want to dive into the Francis filmography and list? Yes. Let's, Let's list. Let's list.
2: Is this where we the list? This is where we make a list. The list. One, three, two, <that's> da, 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 da,
0: da, 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 um, well, I guess since it's my choice, then I will. I will need to lead us off. So do the honors, please, please. My number five, I put on here specifically because I don't think enough people have seen it, and specifically her performance is amazing in it. Um, I tried to not have so to like a thousand Joel Cohen brothers movies on this list. Yeah, but it was tough and number five is one and it's burn after reading
2: oh yeah that's great it's a great one she is
0: hilarious
2: in that yeah. movie and
0: the fact that uh basically her entire story arc in that movie is to get money for plastic surgery because she thinks she's ugly yeah and that her husband and brother-in-law like wrote the, <laughs> the movie scenes and stuff for her yeah. to do it's just wild. Like I think it's one of Brad Pitt's uh kind of underdog better performances. The scene mm-hmm. with him on the treadmill yeah. is flat out yeah. hilarious. Yes. <laughs> <It's> just so <laughs> good. Oh my god. Sorry. I, did you guys see that? So uh, no, but I oh saw you god. dancing, which I loved. Okay. okay um, so I I want if people haven't seen Burn After Eating, I want them to see it. If they have seen it, I want to remind them how good it is. So
1: my oh, number God. five
0: is Frances McDormand at one of her comedy peaks in *Burn After Reading*.
2: Whoop, whoop. Nice, All nice. Right. solid nice, choice. Nice. That's a
3: solid choice.
0: Who wants to go All next? Right.
2: Mia, you want to go next? Oh sure,
3: sure. Yeah, I'll go next. Um, my number five uh, is one that I've seen recently, and it's *Moonrise Kingdom*, and I yeah. picked it nice. because she oh. plays a character that is so. God, she's so impeccably indifferent to just about everything. But when she needs yeah. to be, when she needs to care, she cares just enough.
0: Just enough. Right. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. The, just I love a little it. bit. I, I love it. I love watching the difference between her in something like Fargo when she's very maternal and then something mm-hmm. in Moonrise Kingdom. Because Where she's again, very it's, not. It's, yeah. it's uh, two different auteur's voices and seeing her play two very different types of characters and you're just like damn lady. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. And, and I, I love I it. hope this com- I hope this comes out right before the French Dispatch comes out cuz she's also in that. She's, she's in saying. that. Too, right? I'm so excited. Oh my god. Okay, oh, that- not this that probably a, would have
0: been on my list had I seen that before. We. Were I know playing. it looks yes.
2: amazing. It, it, October twenty second, that and Dune come out the same day. I think I'm gonna die and come back cool. to life and then die again. Oh my God! How and dare they, so they compete with and each and other?
0: Watch them both together. Uh, yes, watch you, them. Oh. Have you read enough to know which which uh, storyline Frances McDormand's doing in their movie? Yeah, no. she's
2: in the she's in the one with Timothy Chalamet. Oh, and fantastic. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to fucking die. Uh, <laughs>
0: man, shall, I'm going to shit myself. Good, that's a good day for Chalamet. It is yes.
2: a good day for Chalamet. It's a good day to be yeah. him. It'd be, it'll be even it's better also, day when he meets me. It's a great day for Shallot <laughs> babes. Yes. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I don't know what his fandom is called, but I'm, I'm whatever that, that is. That is. I was going to say hashtag
0: shallow babes.
2: Yeah. yes i'll be the president of that fan club it's fine uh-huh. i have the card bar cut out uh i have I like i it. post i post a, a picture of him almost every day because oh. you know um, what i've
0: noticed that and i'm just now putting it together
2: oh every day there's some artsy beautiful like vogue photo shoot that he's done and also it's because i have a few idiot men in my dms and i'm like you're not for me you're not it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Get away from me. Leave me alone. Get and the,
0: the shallow away.
2: Oh, Yay! Sh- <laughs> <laughs> sashay shallow away. work. <laughs> sashay, work. Shall Come away. on, girl. <laughs> work it, girl. <laughs> get thank you. Way. Way. Next or whatever. Yeah, thank you. Bye. <laughs> um, so I try to oh. make sure that everyone knows where my baseline is and it's not loser dudes who can't get it together who just occasionally dm me just saying i'm I putting feel, that on my podcast i don't give a fuck whenever,
0: whenever i see timothy chalamet i feel like he's judging me
2: really like he, like his eyes
0: are like you're yeah. not as together as i am and i'm like you're right you're right
2: okay i'm not oscar nominated i'm not i'm yeah. also older than you <laughs> it's fine yeah he um you know it's steve carell i get it I I I understand. Trust me. I, it's funny because he I've watched enough interviews with him, and he just seems very awkward and humble, and it's very endearing. I don't know if it's an act. I hope it's not, but it's just like, man, he just he, he's just like, how the hell did I end up here? Kind of vibe.
0: I like. it. I want that. That's what. That's what I want. And I feel like to subtly segue back that Francis is like that. So I, I never. I, I, see yes. her. No, no. I I, I took us down the May Avenue. Um, oh, we I'll uh, go,
2: all the shallow way. I
0: live there. <laughs> Your chalet on shallow way avenue. Um, yes. I uh I she that my one God. That,
2: So many thank, hashtags.
0: Thank God that she isn't just like a despicable person in the news.
2: Oh, I know. She's horrible.
0: I hate that when, like, really talented people are, just, like, total assholes. It's like, oh, but, so the fact that she stays out of the news is just like, hey, I'm going to be a great actress, and my husband's awesome, and we're a great couple, and we love each other, and are talented. I'm like, cool.
2: Let's yeah, be over that. Like, when she won the Oscar for, I believe it was three billboards, um, and she was just like... Very much making her speech about the other, all the other women nominees, whether it's in costuming or photography or set design. And she had them all stand up and she was like, please acknowledge everybody that got us to this point. Uh, I'm just one cog in the machine kind of deal. And then her talking about inclusion writers and all that stuff in her speech. When she could have, like, she won the award of the night and she could have just said whatever she wanted. But she took that time, probably because she's won that award before. (laughs) She knew, she's (laughs) like, okay. Wow,
0: hat. Yeah, like I
2: got yeah, I there, you know, no more waxing poetic about my career. Like let me talk about mm-hmm. other people. And so that was really beautiful. That's I a bad it. bitch move. I was oh, she's,
0: she's fantastic. Again, yeah, just it, across it, the board.
2: Yeah. Oh, so I guess it's my turn for number 5. We have yeah. Yeah. I got what on my got? tangent I'm about the love of my life. <laughs> it happens. Um it, you know it happens and I keep saying if I say it enough, especially on something that's gonna be released publicly, maybe it'll happen mm-hmm. or he'll he'll <laughs> avoid me forever. I, one of the two.
0: I read a book that had a secret about that. The secret. Yeah, that was it. Don't tell anybody.
2: <laughs> Don't, <laughs> Don't tell, tell anyone about that best-selling yeah. <laughs> New York Times best selling <laughs> book. Um <laughs> my ASMR. We're just covering all the bases here. Uh my number five and it's is the first Francis McDormand movie I saw and I watched it all the time. And I, as an adult, I realized, Oh my God, that's her. And it is Madeline.
4: Amazing!
2: <gasps> uh, okay. It is. Oh my God. I mean, I had that little like Bob haircut forever because I wanted to be Madeline. Uh... I read the books as a kid. I watched the animated series. I watched a live action movie. And she was a perfect Miss Clavel. Perfect. Like, I, I, mean, I mean, to the point where I believe that that's yeah. who she was. So good. I love that. And, well, and it is it, like, that
0: was one thing about that movie in particular is, is you know, uh, I, uh, I remember watching it and I remember looking back on it and uh, it's like, that movie was just so perfectly cast. Even the kids. Like, mm-hmm. The kids were Perfect. About that movie was, like, very on point, and it felt like it needed to feel, Um, Mm -hmm. and whether or not those feelings were, like, resonant with me at the time when I saw it is beside the point. Like, it was exactly what it needed to be, and she, again, the chameleon that she is was exactly Mm -hmm. what that movie needed her to be, so...
2: I agree. I, I love
0: that choice. I love the nostalgia feel of that. Like, do, Thank so you, you watch Absolutely. it all the time? Like in the dozens of times, Courtney?
2: Oh, dozens of times me. And then like once my bro, I have a younger brother and he really liked it too. So we, it was just, even when I got a little too old for it, it still played in the house. So it was, um, mm-hmm. just constantly playing. And again, did not realize I, I was more focused on the, focused on the kid actors because I, because, you know, they were a little bit right. older than us. And I was like, Oh, I want to be Madeline. I want, you know, whatever. Um, uh, but then uh, as an adult, I'm like, oh my God, that's Frances McDormand. What the hell? That's crazy. <laughs> and she just yeah. played because she just was that angry, strict, but loving nun. Like that's and and also my aunt's a nun, so like bar- felt very my aunt's uh, a nun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, not not like a Whoopi Goldberg nun, but like no, no, you know, she's a, she, tra- yeah, great, great you know Yes, you know how many yep, of those?
0: No. You know how many of those I have in my family? How many? None.
3: Oh. oh!
4: Oh my God!
2: Do you do you feel proud of yourself, Jay? Oh my no. God! <laughs> <You> better, <yeah. laughs> the honesty, no. I love no. it. I don't. Oh my God! Um, it's your turn now.
0: I, it's oh, it's now. back to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I my number four is one that's been mentioned, and Ooh. um my number four is probably the one that affected me emotionally the most and it's three billboards outside eming missouri
2: oh uh, um
3: yeah i am I re- first off i'm surprised that that's as low as it is on your list.
2: i agree i think i'm also shocked and, sure and three billboards being that low be on your up list up
3: there i thought i know
0: too. my top three are very very like personal connect um okay okay and uh but but three billboards, I think, is one of the most impactful and nuanced and mm-hmm. interestingly complex characters that she has played because yeah. it, it throughout the course of the movie, which I love that movie, it's hard to watch. I don't like love sitting and watching it. But mm-hmm. what she yeah. and Woody Harrelson and Sam Rockwell are able to do mm-hmm. within that story, yeah. Um, was was amazing, but the fact that I could a thousand percent sympathize with you have to do everything to for your kid. Like you love your kid right. and you won't stop until you know. I, I I can at least sympathize or you know to that. But right. at the exact same time watching the movie I'm like you probably are going a little far.
2: Yeah, her her beating up the kids in the in the park when they throw a rock. Stop! At the,
0: I didn't watch.
2: Oh, sorry, sorry. Well, yeah, she she does some. <laughs> some she's uh, she's not she's not
0: uh passive. Let's put it that she's way. She's not, a, and, and also
2: not always aboveboard.
0: Right. But so in her and, and own without, line of morality.
2: Yeah.
0: And with but without any spoilers, but there's just like it it takes place years after the event in question has happened, and okay. her and Woody. Woody Harrelson plays essentially the sheriff of the area, and he has there are scenes where they're literally like yelling and screaming at each other. And he's explaining he's like, I have literally done every single thing that's within my power to do to figure Mm -hmm. this out for you. And she's yeah. like, well, do this and do this. He's like, that's against the law. Yeah. And, and just, <laughs> but you just believe them so much and they bring so yeah. much to it. And the things that happen throughout the course of the story and how each their each actions affect the other. Right. It's very powerful, very moving. Even talking very, about it, I should probably move it up in my list.
2: <laughs> yeah. and also so really, really need to watch it. Just yeah. all like the this the, the subplots. I mean, yeah, we can talk about this more too, because I'm sure it'll appear. I already, I'm yeah. already playing my hand. It is going to appear on my list <laughs> so later on. It's just a matter I'm of where. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> And Zen. honestly,
0: you know, I kind of, I probably will be convinced to move, move it up in my list by the end of this conversation. Yeah. Um, it, just it, even it, the more it, I'm thinking about it now, I'm like, man, she just did some amazing things in that movie. Yeah. yeah.
2: I have a lot more to share, like facts, facts wise and stuff, but I'll save that for when I get to it on my list. Oh, but okay. I can't
0: wait. I love when, I love when you bring facts. So you yeah,
3: okay. do good trivia. Okay. Thank okay. You. So it's me. It's me. My, num- my numero quattro. Fun fact, real quick. Fun fact, real quick. Spanish Spanish thing. Um, cuatro is four. Um, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Cuarto is room. But oh. it's spelled similarly because it's your quarters in quarters, in fourths.
2: Oh, oh ha, ha, That's cool. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Just
3: I would not have known
0: that. Thank I you for sharing that. You're welcome. I did not. At first, I thought you were going to say, yeah, Quattro means four, but it also means Frances McDormand. And I'm like, wow.
2: <laughs> I <laughs> did not it's remember our, that. It's our slang, slang for process. her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: uh, that's funny. Okay, okay. Um, my number four is her role in Good Good Omens as the narrator.
4: Oh, I love hey. that. What is a freaking yeah. delight
3: that was. Like, really? don't get me wrong. She was I love the, the rest of it. That. Yes. But yeah. every time she spoke, I was like, <laughs> I know, yeah,
2: like, a really nice hug. <laughs> as if they already didn't have like an amazing cast on Truly. screen, they yeah. had to get Frances McDormand to narrate. Like it's, yeah. I mean, yeah. You got David well, and Tenet, what a great, yeah.
0: what a great voice for the narrator for like a very British show.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like, what a I know. Great,
0: just like like woman narrator, and then she has like some sass in the narration that was fun. Yeah, sass, um, but her
2: voice is comforting too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like. Kind of like it's a Ron hard. Howard with arrested development kind of vibe, you know. That is a, okay. a great that's example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah. I love sure. um I love when narrators, this is just a thing, so everybody knows this about me, but I love when narrators interact with what's going on in the stories. Yes. Um so in arrested development, it happens all the time. Someone will be like, and that's when I took it to the store. And then Ron Howard will be like, he didn't take it to the store. He yeah. left it at home. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I love when uh, stuff like that happens. Um Me too. So yeah, that was uh that was a lot of fun that they I love I just yeah. Uh I, I'm 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 in for quirky narration. I'm in for fun narration.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. agree. Um another good quirky narration not to veer too far is Helen Mirren narrating, are hosting the Documentary Now show that's uh, Bill Hader, Fred Armisen, and Seth Meyers. And it's their take parodies on doc on famous yeah, documentaries. It's... And they're like, we got Harold, Helen Mirren <laughs> to do
0: it. It's so And it's really great. incredible. incredible.
2: I know. Um, and so she's perfect.
0: Was it White Gables? What was the one they did with the two old ladies? That one's so good.
2: Oh, oh uh, uh, Grey Gardens.
0: Gray oh Gardens, God. their so Gray Gardens bad. thing is so good. <laughs> so it's funny. perfect.
2: It's so oh, perfect. man, I I, I love uh, it. for Halloween one year I dressed up as Kylo Ren, and I didn't, and it was very much on a shoestring budget of me taking things that I had around the house. I did the only things I bought oh. were the mask and the lightsaber. But I wore for like his cowl around his head. I had a pair of leggings that I tied around my head just oh. like in that. <laughs> I fucking love that so much. Like, no, mother, I'm a great dancer. You don't understand. All the boys love me. You don't understand. Want to watch me do my flag dance? Come on. No, are you feeding the raccoons, mother? No, I'm not. I'm not feeding the raccoons. Just, you, uh, I'm watching you. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> do oh, not my- be sorry. That was impeccable.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
0: I, I love that. Was the best Kylo Ren impression I've heard today.
2: Thank you. Yeah, uh, that that's him without yeah, the mask. Forever.
0: I know what forever I have to do, Han Solo, but I don't know you... if I have the strength to do yeah. it.
2: I'm sorry, Dad. I gotta kill you. I gotta fucking just kill you right now, and maybe I'll kill Mom, but I can't do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna try and drive my space car into her window.
2: Yeah, yeah, you know Snoke. Yeah, I know Snoke, but like not it. Like you, I know him not like how you know him, though. I know
0: both halves of them.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That Ray, she's a pretty fancy dame. You know what I'm talking about? You know, she walks around <laughs> with her three little buns and her stick and her BFFs and her little rolling ball named BB-8. But, you know, <laughs> I don't know. There's something about her. I can't tell. I Go feel connected on. to her.
0: Fly away in your little X-Wing. Go yeah, to your get rebel up. friends.
2: <laughs> yeah, go away then. Yeah, I just see go, you'll come back. I know you will.
0: <laughs> the last the last Brooklyn Jedi. Yes. Oh my yeah
2: That's basically what that new uh, prequel about the Sopranos was. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that was just, we basically crowded the many the many saints in Newark. <laughs> made, you know what I need now?
0: Kylo Ren. Instead of yes. Brooklyn
3: Nine Nine, I need a Jedi 9. <gasps> <sighs>
0: You're oh, welcome. hell
3: yeah. You're
2: I, welcome. Thank you. Wa- i watched have... watch
0: a Star Wars, like, office-type show.
2: Oh, my God. Could you imagine? I think that I, I'm willing to... I'm sure SNL did, like, whenever one of the guys from The Office hosted. I'm pretty sure it was, like, when Rain Wilson hosted, they did something kind of like that. Or, like, oh, no, 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 no. It was when uh, Martin Freeman hosted, and they did The Hobbit, or Middle Earth, The Office. Mm-hmm. And it's great. That's
0: funny, because Martin Freeman's in the original.
2: Yeah, yeah, original office, yeah. and of course he—I mean—he's in everything British. Yeah. Just God bless him, you know.
0: He's, he's also really good.
2: Yeah, stuff. we should do an episode about him too. You know what? Yeah. There's good? Who? You're number four. Oh. Nice. <laughs> 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 I, was, I was like, what? I was so invested. <laughs> oh my God, what, Mia? me up. <laughs> what is all so good? What's so good? Tell me. Uh.
0: <laughs> no, no, you tell us. Okay.
2: <laughs> my number four, and it's a small part, another movie, again, that had a lot of impact on me as a youth. Um, but, and based on this, this one scene, it is her role in Almost Famous. Mm.
0: It is it's, it's she, so good. She is every mom. She is every That's mom. That's
2: it. And like when she's on the phone at the pay and the uh, what's his face, musician, and he's like, Oh, no, we're taking good care of your son. Don't worry. And then just it's so nuanced where it could come off as her nagging, it could come off as her being like kind uh-huh. of a bimbo or whatever. It is funny, but we're not laughing at her. We're laughing at the dynamic between her and that musician. And just, it was yeah. so, again, what she does so well is she's so grounded, even in absurd situations. Like, who's who's, who's parent, Who what parent would let their kid go do that, you know? Right. Besides Cameron, yeah. Cameron Crowe's parents. But, like, um, <laughs> you know, and so... The way that she made that feel so relatable to any parent in any situation for that very specific and absurd situation was great, and that that alone, that scene alone, was why I was like, "Yeah, that, that has to be on my list." It's so good. I absolutely.
0: I I remember um, I was you know grew up in the south and I have a very protective southern mom, and so watching that scene, I was like, "Yeah, that's that's a real person. Yeah. Like that is a real it person is. with real concerns, and those are things that real people would say." In oh, those absolutely. Exact
2: absolutely. Yeah. yeah yeah and just oh it's so good um and just and she yeah she wasn't in it for very long but very impactful i remember like yeah. um between that and also zoe deschanel in that movie too that was like one of her first movies i if i'm oh, not mistaken wow. but she played her I she played the sister Forgot
0: about yeah i completely forgot about She's her in that, in that her. movie there's a bunch of people yeah. in that movie there's so many oh, no. people. She no, she's in the her. opening They're... scene
2: where she's like, "One day you'll be cool," like to, uh, to uh, yeah, his face. yeah, and so, mm-hmm. and then she runs off and like runs away from home, kind of deal. Hmm.
0: That's right, yeah. and like Anna Paquin, Feruza Yeah. Um, yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman. I forgot that he was in it. Yeah, Jimmy I forgot Fallin. he was in
2: that. Yeah.
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, so Jimmy
2: Fallon. <laughs> yeah, Lord. back when he tried to have an acting career outside of comedy or SNL, I should say. <laughs> That yeah, was like the outside fever pitch of era. comedy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, like that, I
0: like that you said his movies taxi and fever pitch were outside comedy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't uh, laugh at either one.
0: <laughs> no, neither did
2: I. Are we I saying guess. that he's
3: a terrible comedian and a terrible actor? Is that what we're saying right now?
2: I mean, he's... I don't I don't know how much y'all follow like Dumois and Reddit, but like he seems like he might not also be a great person. I don't know. Well, we'll leave that at that. Uh, yeah. Okay. He looks to at too much. He does. And he laughs. He fake laughs. And I'm like, dude, nothing is that funny.
0: Almost nothing. Almost Pretty nothing. much nothing.
2: Very, I don't think, I mean, there are a few things that I'm like, oh, that's hilarious. And I'll cry laughing, like... There are times on here when we record that I'm like, this is amazing and hilarious. But Jimmy Fallon isn't here, so he can't. He, that's not as funny. He's, <laughs> he's not like, part of that. He's not part of that. What is he going to laugh about? If he's not on this podcast nothing. laughing with us, there's nothing funny. <laughs> in Take his that, life.
0: Fallon.
2: Yeah, Good. Fallon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know that, what no. Fallon doesn't not have? Not so funny,
0: Fallon. Fallon doesn't, doesn't have my, my number
2: three. I was going to say. Oh, what's your number three?
0: So my number three has been mentioned. And honestly, as I'm thinking about this, my three and four are, are almost interchangeable. Um, okay. But my number three is Moonrise Kingdom.
2: Oh. <gasps> Yay. I, I, that must I be my name so...
0: I am so used to her being kind of a warm character or a very, you know, connectable character. Mm-hmm. And even even in her character in Moonrise Kingdom, she's, she fits perfectly within the Wes Anderson universe. Within, she does, within his yeah. shtick, she delivers the lines uh, immaculately. But it was like, I believe you're doing this too. I like it. This is just, you know. And Moonrise Kingdom may have been just like a special type of movie because like Bruce Willis worked in that one and he probably shouldn't have. Um Edward Norton worked really well in that one. Um Mm -hmm. yeah. I I think there's just something special about Moonrise Kingdom in particular. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. But the movie is very special.
0: Her and and Wes Anderson, um and I mentioned this before, is like if you put her with just great directors, um people who know how to write a good story people who yep. know how to write a good character with with ground to them right um and you just give it to her uh, she can really make wonderful things happen which as hard as I tried to not have a bunch of coen brothers and like Wes End think movies we've already talked about on this list right right I, I just I just couldn't um moonrise Kingdom honestly I think I put it at three just because the movie itself, is more repeatable for me than uh, yeah. three billboards. It doesn't make me oh,
2: sad. 100%. <laughs> Not so much easier so, to watch.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's why they're essentially interchangeable. But yeah, I, um, I, the t- and the two next to each other are amazing. Like the characters that she plays. Just, yes, I don't know. Yes.
2: And and the range between the two characters mm-hmm. too. Like just, I mean, again, we can talk about her range and how grounded she is and everything like all day long. But oh my God. Right. Yeah. And that's great choice.
0: Thank you, thank you. Yeah, this is where it got really tough, because like I said, Three Billboards, Nomad lands, like there were a handful of them, like, well, these should probably be number one on any other list.
2: Yeah. Yes, but and, where, and where any other. For me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, so. <clears throat> I um, Yeah, I I know we, I don't want to b- belabor the point, because we've talked about Moonrise Kingdom a shit ton on this podcast. People should just, watch. we do need to do a Moonrise Kingdom minute by minute podcast.
2: <laughs> <gasps> I
1: would uh,
0: love that. Oh my God. But. But me, I just what, got the hairs um, on
2: the back of my neck standing. Uh,
0: ooh, I'll take it.
2: Uh, spidey senses.
0: <laughs> my, uh, was it Wes Anderson senses? My yes, Andy senses.
2: My, my Andy senses are tingling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. There must be, um, uh, Easter. There must be a cardigan with
2: patches
0: somewhere. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there must be it's muted like, tones.
2: There's a some fox. off yellows. Yes. <laughs>
0: Oh. Was, um, yeah, I noticed.
3: Sorry. <laughs> no, yes, it's okay. Uh, <laughs>
0: yeah, Your number
3: 3. Um, my number 3 is something's got to give. Oh. She nice, had a
0: very nice. small role,
3: but I I love that movie. And I enjoy her character. It was like it was I felt like this was a character that she just got to enjoy. She just got to mm-hmm. be. It wasn't that <laughs> yeah. she necessarily needed to dive all the way in. It felt like she was just sitting comfortably, getting to be a little bit silly, a little bit sassy. Yeah. She she's yeah. just yeah. chill in this role. And it was, it's, every time I watch it, I'm like, this chick's having a good time. Yeah. She's yeah. having a That's good time. A good- like the main character, Diane Keaton, she's not having a good time, unless she no. is having no. a good time. But Frances's character is always having a good time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. That's a great choice. Absolutely. Is that one definitely falls under the radar? Just as like a movie yeah. in general, and also that role, because like that's a that's a fun movie. I forget about Has that one. Has Keanu Reeves in it? Keanu
3: Reeves at his most, some of his most like calm. Oh, that's right. And yeah. gentle. Not he's not dumb. He plays a doctor, um, but yeah. they don't they don't dive into the doctorness <clears throat> too much. They just like provide the scene that requires for him to exist as a doctor, and then after that that's not a thing but he has this really quiet charisma in the movie and and there's a scene there's a scene where diane her daughter and um francis are all receiving their drinks and like the daughter the so she, the daughter receives a drink from him and she's like blowing on it and then francis receives a drink and she's like
4: <sighs> at him.
3: and then diane's like <laughs> basically, <laughs> but it, it's just—I it. love that movie. It's a lot
0: of fun. That one I had Amanda really Peet in it as well, right?
2: Yeah, that's the daughter. Yeah. Okay,
0: mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah. Speaking of being married to interesting people, she's married to David Benwoff or whatever, however you say who his is, name.
2: Who is the that? guy?
0: The guy who the showrunner and main writer on Game of Thrones.
2: I had no idea. There you go. Yeah, Ma- Amanda Peet is married never. to like the Game of
0: Thrones dude.
2: Yeah, I would never yeah.
3: have thought that. The never, 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 never. not ever yeah. in five million years it's, would I
0: have guessed yeah. that. It's weird. There's a there's a video of her on. Oh, I think it may be Fallon talking about. Her. <laughs> like, do, you, do you know spoilers for Game of Thrones? Yeah, and she's like, well, you know, I know some things, and you know, yeah. talking about it's, like, are oh. you a huge fan of the show? And she's like, oh, I read all the books, and so it's like- it's weird.
2: It's weird because, and again, we'll talk about this one that gets on my list. This is not my number three, but which is again burying the lead a little bit. Um, but uh, with three billboards, I there are a lot of parallels to Game of Thrones in my mind, not only with the casting but some of the storyline. Which that's not neither here nor there. Uh, is it my turn now mm-hmm. for number three? Well, I wanted to say something real quick before. before oh, sorry. We get Go to ahead. Number three. Just something real quick. Um, yeah.
3: Please. After you mentioned Amanda Peet, I realized something. Uh. In terms of quality of actresses, I don't necessarily dislike Amanda Peet at all. I don't Mm -hmm. think she's great. I don't think she's terrible. I think she gets in. She does the job. She goes home. Um, But I hope I never meet her. And I only say that because of what I'm about to say, which is she doesn't come across intelligent. Oh, really? not nice. that she lacks intelligent, it's more that I don't think I could get engrossed in a fully intellectual and scintillating conversation with her. That's fair. Okay. That's what I think. And and I think I think that isn't her. I think that's the role she's been stuck playing uh, and that you know, I have chosen would, her to play.
0: I, yeah. I I actually think that you might be onto something there. Just right. I have no 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 idea. I will my favorite role of hers in is a dumbass movie is The Whole 9 Yards. With, um, oh
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> and with Matthew uh Perry or whatever. Perry. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And it's Bruce just, Willis. Again.
2: Again um, in a
3: weird role. But like yeah. for people like Frances or actresses like Frances, yeah. who who I guess for most people isn't considered conventionally attractive, like Amanda yeah. is, that mm-hmm. she gets offered these roles that are so much more dynamic because you already aren't supposed to look at her you're supposed right. to look or or absorb who she's being mm-hmm. and who right. she's acting as and i 1000 percent would pick francis to have an intellectual and sc- scintillating conversation because i have watched her in roles that are engaging that uh are are mentally stimulating um mm-hmm. versus um and i just feel like that's that's a, a, that's a Hollywood thing. That's not their fault. Like I would pick right. her because I want to have these types of conversations because I've only seen her in roles that would project that she could do that. Whereas Amanda, I would not, I feel zero desire to have any type of conversations right. with her right. simply because of the roles that she's been offered or the roles that she has been even potentially stuck with, like not even so much whether she was offered, but hmm. out of all the auditions, it's only these types of films that she gets stuck with. And so if I, you know, take it all away, for all I know, Francis has has no brains, and Amanda is a genius. I have no idea. Right. I, I highly don't know. Case, but <laughs> but it just it it just makes me feel bad. But it's also a statement towards Hollywood that, of course, I would right. think those things because of I, because of what I've seen.
0: I um. I very much feel like if I had a conversation with Frances McDormand, I would walk away very happy that I had it, but also feel like a dumbass.
4: At- oh, most, I feel like she's so much
0: smarter <laughs> than me. Absolutely I'd be like, no. oh man, I thought I was a good conversationalist, but you know like-
2: You French know words. what you're doing. You know cinema, you're funny, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: Absolutely, so. absolutely.
2: So I just yeah. wanted to say that, that that little thing.
3: <laughs> no, now no, I think that's valid. Three. Yes, Um, now it's your number
2: three, Courtney. Thank you. And I think that's valid because I think that's unfortunate just the way stereotyping and typecasting works. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, um, yeah, there's – we can do many countless episodes of people that I like a lot as comedic actors who probably come off as, like, very stupid. But they seem very – but, like, you listen to them on a podcast. I'm like, oh, they're very thoughtful and intelligent Mm -hmm. people. Incredibly intelligent. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll say that for the, weirdly, the workaholics guys. I listen to their podcast. It's very funny, but they're very thoughtful, progressive men. <laughs> and you That's wouldn't think beautiful. that. Yeah, where they're just like, I I just am always blown away where it's like, it is always funny, kind of stupid. But I'm like, oh, but you're making some really interesting points here. And you're not even trying to, but this is just how you look at the world, <laughs> you know, which is funny. Um, So, yeah, to that point. Uh, But my number three has already been mentioned. I kinda of freaked out about it being so low on Jay's list as in not on his list at all, but as Nomad Land. Okay. Oh, I'm so oh. glad
0: that you brought it up. Okay, good. It needed yeah. to be on somebody's because it's absolutely everything I've seen about it is magnificent.
2: Oh, it's amazing. It's so like just just in the subtlety, and also just like just reveling in the sadness of that lifestyle that yeah. that character has chosen and not shying away from that. The again, Francis is the perfect person to play that role because it's like it doesn't feel it doesn't feel too like, oh, poor her, but it's all but it feels real, but in, in you know, yeah. in the sense that like you're watching, like, oh, it feels like you're watching a documentary, you know, which I think the director well, Chloe Zhao, of, I think she came from that is. world, but. Yeah, it is a Uh, documentary
0: in a sense, because, yeah, that was the most interesting thing about that. Well, not the most, but that one of the things that really jumped out about that movie was, yeah, Chloe Zhao, who who went on to direct the Eternals. And that I know.
2: Yeah, it was awesome.
0: Um, but she, I do think, I think she was either making a documentary about that culture or she had mm-hmm. lived in that world or something yeah. and was just really invested in this group of people. And right. her and Francis just sort of wrote and developed the idea. Mm-hmm. And then they went and lived as a no, Francis McDormand lived as a nomad for months while Chloe right. went back and forth between like filming Nomadland and doing pre-production for for the eternal. So it, yeah, it really is like a documentary outside of, uh, outside of Francis McDormand, almost everybody else in the movie is called by the real name and is a real mm-hmm.
2: nomad. Yeah. Aww. Which is amazing. And I, it kind of, it, it kind of brought, reminded me of the wire a little bit and how they did that too. Mm-hmm. When they were making the wire, um, <clears throat> I think from my understanding, maybe not to the extent that nomad land did, but they also did an element of realism, like having people who lived in the Baltimore area, and who live right. that lifestyle? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry, very phlegmy right now. Ah, uh, I'm um, just getting so choked up <laughs> over this movie. <laughs> oh my god! Um, <laughs> it's, um, but yeah, I and I, I love that. And I love that. Just uh, that. Um, that Francis was also a part of the production and the writing and all that stuff too. Very much like, just heavily involved. where she's not just an actress, which she is great as an actress, but also seeing where her mind kind of goes and like what she wants to create as an artist i think is very mm-hmm. cool especially like at this point in her career where she can do whatever she wants you yeah. know right and that's a cool cool move i think too <clears throat> yeah.
0: So, yeah i agree and it's just a great um, movie it, it is it's one of those i think um the one that i think of from recent uh starring uh, scarlett johansson was under the skin they did that oh they yeah Scarlett Johansson like was really going up to people and whatever wherever they were in Denmark or whatever and they were doing mm-hmm. the interviews and type things. Yeah. So, I I really do like when movies will mix those elements so you're not yeah. sure, like yeah. what's story, what's fiction, and it re- can really leave an impact on you.
2: So, are you saying Borat's one of your favorite movies ever made? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I say sternly. kind of,
0: but for different reasons.
2: Yes. Oh, no, I'm. No, I bet. love the Borat. The Borat movies no, are so the, good.
0: They're they're magnificent. They're, they're magnificent perfect. pieces of art. Y- is yes, what they are performance art um, for
2: sure.
0: Performance art. Well, uh,
2: hell, the the girl who played his daughter in the second one got nominated for an act for best actress.
0: <laughs> as as well, she oh, should. It. As well, she should have. Here's the Did thing: you see Here's her the at thing. the at the Republican, like ladies of the Southern Republican convention. In that oh second my god! Movie? Yeah, and that was all she real. She Deserved an Oscar, yeah. See, mm-hmm. so yeah, Mia, your eyes are gone up the the in- You're brand, just like I
2: can't the, handle the these sequel. people. <laughs> no, I, so I'll watch
3: his it.
0: Make daughter. Yeah, it's great. She goes to a like daughters of the Southern Republican get together and then she yeah. gives a speech it's oh so my good. god <laughs> it's fantastic and, so
3: here's here's and, the thing about about him and his movies they are okay. i i can understand the artistic value of them the expressive value of them i can understand those things but they are so fucking dumb to me they are so okay. out of my realm of consciousness in terms of like under there are certain things that are funny within them they're definitely meant for a specific type of artiste to enjoy someone who has the taste buds for such a thing i do not i do not Uh, i don't but i also don't enjoy things that i label as stupid movies so like um so a lot of ben stiller movies i enjoy them more after the 50th time of watching them with someone else Oh yeah! I, I never enjoy them the first time. I oh, like I had to have watched them several, 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 several times before I'm like, "This shit's funny." So it <laughs> it takes a it takes a while for yeah. for those types of comedies to hit my taste buds and to get me to be like, "All right, I respect this."
0: So right. and to uh, to layer onto that, I would say, yeah. that if your taste buds don't include that the the flavor of that real life. Cringiness, like the Jackass movies have, and some of those others, like secondary embarrassment. Yeah, that's all. Because the thing about the Borat movies that I that makes them fantastic is in every scene, you just have to keep telling yourself, "He's the only one who knows what's going on here." Uh, Yeah, like he's (laughs) yeah, like nobody. This is all real. Like people think this is real, and that's what's so freaking amazing about those movies. Is like, yeah, he really tried to do this.
2: Right, right. I watched, you know, yeah. I watched
0: it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I watched it. Oh man, that one's rough. <laughs> that's <laughs> that all
3: I'm gonna say. That one is a rough. That Actually, one, that was the first one I ever saw, and I think that's why I've been like, <laughs> <laughs> Although there. will enough.
0: The scene, the scene with him making Paul Abdul sit on people is hysterical. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that because I'm still on him constantly saying, "You have great blowjob
0: lips." So it's
3: yeah. so, the so whole, so whole
0: thing for me. whole thing for me. He's a good one. Oh, that's funny. Where are we? Yeah. I forget. We're you're, at you're, we? you're your number two. You're on you,
2: number 2 Oh, oh sorry we oh, keep getting off track.
0: Two. This is the fan best episode so far. Um, <laughs> so Very focused. My, my two and one, um, unfortunately, are both Coen Brothers movies. But my number two Fine. Is a movie that I think everyone needs to watch. Um, it's super high on my list because it's her first movie and it's blood simple.
2: Oh, not seen that
0: it. Okay. Let me, let me just sell this movie to you guys. And that's kind Wait. of why I put it at number two on my list. Cause I want you both and everyone listening to be sold on watching this movie. It's the Coen brothers first film. It's the first one they made
1: mm-hmm. and it's,
0: it stars mm at walsh it's just great if you know who that is um and a handful of other of other people but it essentially is a guy finds out that his wife and one of his co-workers are having an affair and then he pays for someone to assassinate them and Hmm. things spiral way out of control can you believe it with a Coen Brothers movie, guys?
2: Again, when, um, again an assassination slash heist with something going wrong, in, wrong. Early, yeah. in the early stages of their career that does not sound... Yeah. That, that's unfathomable yeah. to me that they would make a movie like that.
0: <laughs> so... The reason that it's so amazing is one, it was her first film, but she's the wife. Like she is the focus of the movie outside of this man. And everybody else in the movie is a man pretty much private investigators, the guy she's having an affair with her husband. It's a very male centric movie. And she plays this incredible, just her character. You're with her the whole time. It's very good. The movie blood simple, not enough people have seen, Um, Mm -hmm. but just for her first debut outing, for a debut movie and for her to be that good in it and drive as much of it as she does, I wanted it way high on my list. So
2: okay. nice. Okay. Very Blood good. simple.
0: Everybody go watch it.
2: Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna put that on my list too, because that sounds awesome.
3: <laughs> okay. It
0: is. It's 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 good. It's worth it.
2: Y'all ready for my number
3: two?
0: I, yes. I don't know. Maybe. I think so.
3: I my number two has already been mentioned. Oh. <gasps> But the only one to have mentioned it is you, Jay.
0: Okay, okay.
3: My number two is Burn After Reading.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, comedy, way up there. That's good. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I think I've that movie is such a delight. At its core, at its core, to me, it's such a delight. I truly, truly enjoy it. It's just a delectable taste of cinema.
0: Mm-hmm. Again, just people trying to do a heist and it going wrong. I love that's, people just trying to do things and it spiraling out shit. of control.
2: Yeah, that's comedy the, I enjoy right there. It is. It's very good comedy. Taste um, <laughs> Not
0: enough people have seen Burn After Reading. I feel.
2: I I agree. I, I, I'm lucky
3: that most of my my friends group have seen it, but I feel like outside of my friends group, it's like nobody's seen it. What a I feel movie. like,
2: I'm trying to I. Don't it didn't make my list. Um, and I'm because I'm mostly trying to think I think I've seen it, but also I might not have am I gonna? So I need to go back to Amazon Prime and revisit. Um I also it's worth it. Yeah, I also feel like we're probably going to also have like a what is it like a, a, a we're all going to probably have the same number one and I have that feeling in my bones uh, <laughs> actually, but I hope Absolutely. so. I kind of hope, hope so. so because it, um, but anyway, but we're not there yet. My number two, we've talked about it a ton. I can't shut up about this movie. It is, wait, it's my turn, right? Sorry. <laughs> it, is turn. Sure? it is your yeah. turn. Okay, yeah, it is your yeah. turn. Let it's... me hype that up and be like, did I just cut line? Because that's usually. No, no. you. Uh,
0: that's how excited you were about this movie. I am so but excited. You didn't. It's your turn. And I've
2: talked about it. Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Yeah. That is my number so two. Good. And I just, like, we, we've said so much about it already. I mean, I've done it out of turn. I've taught, done it during Jay's time. Like, I just can't shut up about this movie. <laughs> and it's so, it's so good. It's my number two for a reason. And um, just, like, the performances and just, it's very, like, there's, the why I said Game of Thrones earlier on, well, not only because Peter Dinklage is in this movie and has yeah, a very, is. like, oh, yeah, there's a and he brings weirdly a lot of levity, but also sadness to that like, role. Uh, like, fun. No, he's a, it's a fun it. energy.
0: He he's, a, a, he's a fun, fun character. Yeah. And some yeah.
2: unexpected, honestly, like, just like across the board, like where mm-hmm. you're like, oh, this is going somewhere. Oh, nope. Okay. Bye. And then, oh. <laughs> yeah. Not like, not like he's no, but um, but the why the Game of Thrones energy was there are there is a death that I'm like oh yeah all right I guess that character's done and that kind of reminded me of season one of Game yeah. of Thrones or just all of Game of Thrones where it's like you're building not building up thinking it's gonna be like this movie with these two central characters and then like not even halfway through one of them is just like I'm out out you know and it that is. literally there are some and-
0: shocking turns in that movie. Oh my um, God!
3: I know. So I definitely. Know. Yeah. Where
2: can I find this? Movie? Prime, Amazon Prime. Yeah. I got I it. Why must always be on Prime? I know. I know. Oh. You can. Rent, I don't think oh. it's really? on. I think you have to rent it. I don't think it's like on Prime, but like even with. I know. I'm pay sorry. for Prime. Why do they make me do this? I know. I know. We so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We ought to Let's start our own uh, streaming service with just all the high five recommendations. All right. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up just saying you that also can
0: uh if you can find it at a, it, at the, some red boxes have them i, I, I yes
2: looked. um but it, it is it's definitely worth the watch it is not something i want to rewatch really probably at all ever again <laughs> but,
0: yeah that you know that's my struggle with that one i mean and i have other movies like this like requiem for a dream is it, i struggle with that as well because yeah. the movie is so freaking good and gorgeous but it's Depressing as hell all the way through. Oh, rough 100%. Yeah. But then this yeah. one, this one isn't depressing as hell all the way through. Uh, to give it that, like there is, mm-hmm. there are good arcs, there are good things, but the tone of it is, is the tone. Is, is the is lang- dour, some of the language that I'm
2: not to to capture the essence of that air, area. The, some of the language used, I'm not. I I, I was like, okay, I'm. Uh. We've said enough you of ever, those words. You've been? Have you ever been to Missouri? Yeah, yeah, I've done comedy there quite a I've bit. I've lived there. So I, I you, get it. I'm so prepared. Yeah, there's some oh yeah, yeah. This is not yeah. great people.
3: Yeah, yeah. As soon as, yeah. as soon as uh, I remembered, because when Jay, when you said three billboards, you didn't finish, and I forgot where it was located. So when you said <laughs> three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, I was like,
2: Yeah, you know, right. I'm you prepared. Know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, and it it is very realistic. I know that it, that movie got some criticism from uh, from critics about like, oh, they're painting like Midwestern small town people in this way. But like, I also no, grew up in not. a small town. No, yeah. I grew up in a small town in Ohio, yeah. also the Midwest, and I'm like, nope, this is nope. how people talk. Absolutely, <laughs> this and it's is really disgusting. Really, really <laughs> pretty nice. honest. Yeah. yeah, a pretty honest <laughs> depiction, and was it, just like the way with like the uh, law crazy. enforcement and all that stuff. Like, it was all very like. Yeah. All, and and also, oh, the fun the fun fact I had for it, too, was the three billboards, the, way that, the very controversial way that she had them, like, paid for and set up and stuff. Or, like, not paid for, but, like, not controversial in the way she paid for them, but, yeah. like, the way she had it set up. That has actually inspired a lot of different movements in other areas for, like, uh, I've seen that for women's marches, like, when I was reading up yeah. on the movie. I've seen that for other, like, political cool. movements where they do the same kind of structure with, like, the very, like, the same formatting and the same everything and that movie really impacted a lot of uh um, a lot of like protests and what have you so i think that's really cool that that something like that yeah. brought attention to that kind of like um to that kind of activism which i think is yeah. and giving as, another way to like be that to, to give me another outlet i guess which i think is great
0: yeah so, i agree
2: yeah so My number two okay
0: we're we're here at the number one, and not we any are. of us have said a particular said movie. the one movie. Should we all go at so, the same time? Yeah, I, I think we have to. I think that's what yeah. we have to do. So uh, here we go on count of high five, four, three, two, one. Fargo. Fargo. yeah yes.
2: yes. <laughs> that's another i don't God, how can that i don't think there's another one.
0: way around it yeah i no. for this one for her i i mean listen she, we've uh i think we've lauded on her you know this whole time but yes there, there's just nothing about that character should work no um, nothing and it's, a tes- and it's a testament to her and the Coens that they pull it off it's like a small town woman police chief who's nice Pregnant? trusting of the world pregnant, the breadwinner of the family has a wonderful husband. Loves (laughs) Arby's. Loves Arby's and then is thrown into like a murder investigation and comes out clean and the shining light of everything. It's like it shouldn't none of it should work but because her character is next to all the filthiness that the Coens Mm -hmm. are writing about how the world works and their selfishness she becomes it, it There's just nothing else really like it. There's nothing. I can't think of another like pregnant law enforcement officer that Murder mysteries.
3: I also totally believe that Francis had that type of accent. I thought I she actually yeah. spoke like that Me for real, yes. and that she put on different accents in order to act in other yeah. movies because yeah. her I was like, accent wow, in I'm that Wow, I'm really film impressed that
0: you're perfect. from Minnesota and you've been in all these other movies. Yeah, no, like,
3: no, I thought for right. sure, one thousand percent, one thousand. I'm so dumb. That's okay. I really
2: yeah. believed it. I, <laughs> I mean, that's it. testament about love... her talent. Yeah, that's what you want you to yeah. do. It, that's that's true. And, Friends and it's I all love like you.
0: the little things. There's so many, like there's so many good moments in that movie. Just but the yes. oh boys, you know, don't you know? But the the yes. the scene that I always think back to is when her husband, who paints the ducks for the stamps,
2: yeah, he doesn't
0: yeah. get this the stamp that he wants, and she's but like, he gets oh, a three cent Don't stamp. you know? Yeah, he's like, oh, don't you know? People they still get those three cent stamps. Don't you know? Yeah, oh it's yeah, like, so she's like. like
2: When she's like trying to, she's like, "Oh yeah, don't you know that like when when the when the old stamp when the old current stamps they they're not good anymore, so they have to use the three cent stamp, honey? No, you did good. You should be very proud of yourself." All people
0: people use the three cent stamps. They love them. Yeah, they definitely use them. So good, (laughs) so freaking
2: horrible. So good, and just like I like that bit of slice of life mixed in with how fucking gruesome Mm -hmm. William William H Mm -hmm. Macy like just all of it, just so. It, harsh, you know, the harsh level like, he's, the, she, the line. Yeah.
0: She comes up on a dude, pushing another dude into a wood chipper. Yeah. And then... That scene's iconic. Police! Hello! <laughs> Hello! And then she's driving him back home and she's yeah. like, an all for some, an all over some money. Oh, It's like, just yeah. like, that little, yeah. just... The way that she's able to just be like, "Why couldn't you just be nice to every, to each other?" Yeah, it yeah. she encapsulates, she does. It's wild,
2: yeah. It is maternal, uh-huh. but it's 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 also like, but it's it, it you know without it being like I don't know. Yeah, it's very maternal with her also being very like enforceful, which I think is great. And mm-hmm. it's a hard balance to strike without being a caricature either way. Who's the bad guy?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: What's his name again?
0: Steve Buscemi and no. um, and oh. Uh, the other guy. Oh,
2: the dad. The great. The, the, the f- scary the one. No, oh, not the father The other guy. Oh, the big blonde the woodchipper guy. guy. Woodchipper
0: yeah.
2: guy. Yeah. Oh, Steve Buscemi was That's also cool. great in that movie. Steve too. Steve Buscemi oh, was great. Yeah. Steve I mean, Buscemi again, a,
0: a, really I could do a whole episode on how good that one. Peter Stormare. That's what that guy's name.
2: Peter
3: Stormare. Stormare. Is it Stormare?
0: Yeah. But Buttles,
3: the hand butler, is going to be real upset when I tell him that. (laughs) Uh, But, okay, so Peter is one of my favorite bad guys. I know know this is Francis, but I just need you guys to know how much I love Peter as a bad guy. That man is a visceral, sadistic bad guy. And you know what? He's one of the few bad guys that I root for when I watch him. Yeah, Like, I even will, though um, his character's despicable, I'm like, Peterson. Peter's the bad guy. Peter's the bad guy. I, I, I always think that. Like, yourself. Uh,
0: I think the first yes. thing that he ever did that really, like, locked him in on my head was the, this is how he fixed things in Russia when he's hitting the, with the wrench Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I love that. But I will say, um, and I like this movie, but the best thing that the movie Constantine ever did was cast him as Satan. Yes. <sighs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Like when he walks in at the end with the tar feet, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's it. Peter Stormare yeah, in a white Satan. suit is Satan. That yeah, is Satan.
3: Duh. <laughs> Spectacular. I believed it. Spectacular. And he's like so. telling God, like, no, this one's mine that whole scene. I'm just like engrossed in it. I just he oh. he he doesn't do it for me, but he like he does it for me mentally. I, mm-hmm. I, oh, I yeah. just a good time watching him be
0: so bad such a good time i perk up when i perk so up bad. when comes on screen i'm like oh absolutely
3: peter, hey. oh when i did my facebook live with my best friend uh oc we did um we we were cast we right. were recasting right so i picked i picked peter for my um uh purple guy purple guy purple guy oh, oh Thanos. Thanos. Oh, oh, I just, I just cannot, I cannot not he imagine would, him being a, a particularly be a great... sadistic Thanos. I, yeah, I, I not,
0: uh, not to disagree. Uh, I do agree. I also think he'd make a really good Red Skull. He's got the uh, oh. the, the accent <gasps> down.
2: Yeah, I think about that. That's good, too. That, that would cheap. be German. so good. That'd be awesome. That'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah, that, okay,
0: yeah. either one. Jay. Okay. Either one of oh, them Okay. Good, oh, they oh, have okay. to the get
2: money, oh, yeah, no. eh? Oh, oh Peter, oh, don't no. you? You did so good. He's you did so, so good as so Fargo, there, don't you know, that we could put you in a Marvel oh. movie. Oh, look at all <laughs> that money you'd make. Hey, your mama would be so proud. I love um, it. Ugh. What are yeah. you going to do
0: with the power stool doing there?
2: Yeah, all that for a bit of stuff. That was eh? really good. You could just be nice to each other is all. You could just agree that half of the population does deserve to live.
0: (laughs) She would convince him. And and all over some gemstones, really? Mm.
2: Really? Oh, okay, I guess we'll go get some shawarma then.
0: (laughs) Everybody loves the three-cent stamps.
2: Yeah, Um, everybody loves them.
0: that's amazing. Okay, do we have any sort of collective list here? Is Besides there a number one, this? I have the list. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Read it off. No, sure, uh, I just
3: want to make sure. I just want to check in. Do we want number four as Moonrise Kingdom and five Nomadland, or do we want to switch it? I think because Nomadland was only listed in one list, one, whereas Moonrise list Kingdom was listed in two. But say I know let's it was mean- zero. Honorable mention, and I don't. I since
2: I haven't uh-huh. watched it,
3: I can't compare. Like make the final yeah. consensus myself.
2: I would say since we've all seen Moonrise, let's make that number four. I'd be fine okay, with that. Okay, let's keep. Okay, okay, and okay. that made I'm the list okay. twice. I'm okay with that. Okay,
3: no, then uh, okay I will that. go on ahead if you guys are okay with that. Let's do it. Yes, right. our top five Francis McDormand films and roles. At number five, we have Nomadland. At number four, we have moonrise kingdom at number three we have burn after reading at number two we have three billboards outside ebbing missouri Mm. and at number one Mm. we have fargo fargo yay yay i like that list that's great you know what i really like about this list Mm. very dynamic no no character is the same here
0: you no, a lot of play. different, you different a lot of different shades of Francis, if yeah. you will. Speak different
2: eras, different time periods yeah. too. Of just like when her career, where her she was at her career mm-hmm. in different times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and, I like uh, that.
0: speaking of eras, um, I have a game for us.
2: Ooh. Nice. I want to play a game. Oh, what
0: a wonderful game it is too. Risk is part of the game. Well, how about a game of parcheesi?
4: Remember that favorite game of yours? Game's worthy
0: of his Majesty.
4: You really think you're the only one who can play this
0: game?
1: We will be perfect in every aspect of the game.
0: Let the games begin. Wrap up. And I didn't tell you guys what it was because it is going to be a surprise, and it's going to be a competition between the two of you.
2: Oh shit! So, oh shit! Here's
0: here's here's the game. The game is called Francis v Francis. Okay. And what I'm gonna what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna read a quote in a very Shakespearean theatrical accent. Oh, and no. you have to tell me if it's a Francis McDormand quote or a Francis Bacon quote.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Never mind. Francis,
0: Francis Bacon, Bacon wrote is amazing, grace. Oh, yeah, he the, he amazing Grace. He wrote Amazing Grace. He's an old, old spelled O L D E English poet. Yes, okay. you know that there was a movie based okay. on
2: him writing Amazing Grace that had what was it? The guy who so, played Mr. Tumnus. So I knew Timothy, that. Timothy I just thought, yes,
3: there was yes. a new person named Frank Francis Bacon. So I no. feel even more dumb now.
2: It's no, fine.
0: No, no. <laughs> no, 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 I'm dumb because I came up with the game. So <laughs> of all,
2: all right. the Francis's, I like it. you just. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Um, so I had to find quotes for all of them and this is going to be great. So raise your hand when you want to, when you know and you want to guess who it is, Francis Bacon or Francis McDormand. And they're all going to be in the same accent. So don't okay. let that uh, uh, give you any okay. hints. In order for the light to shine so brightly, the darkness must be present. Courtney. Bacon. Yeah, that's a Francis Bacon quote. That's a good one. Good, good job. Okay. i
2: never trusted
0: good-looking boys. Nope, Mia. Sire <laughs> saw your hand first.
3: Is that dormant?
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. be <Start laughs> hilarious. If it boys.
4: Wasn't.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Starting off with some easy ones. All right, here we go. Here we go. This one's gonna be tough. If you're ever in Des Moines. Don't send me a postcard, Mia. Dorman. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Francis Bacon never went to uh, Des Moines, Iowa. I I wouldn't think so. Um, All right, here we go. I will never be old. To me, old age is always 15 years older than I am.
2: McDormand. McDormand. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, wait. Nope, that's actually uh, Francis Bacon.
2: Shit. Damn! Oh. Yeah, he's a vampire. He's a, he's okay,
0: tricky. he's he's tricky. He's tricky. Um. All right. <laughs> I have limited breasts, a ginormous ass, and I have this gut that swings back and forth in front of me like a shopping cart with a bit wheel.
2: McDormand. Well, I, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I, I would love it if the guy who wrote Amazing Grace also <laughs> Grace. Had that said that. Point.
3: Said all of that. That would be <laughs> magnificent. Yeah.
0: And then here's the last. Here's a bonus one. I have a bonus one. Yes, it's poetry. Poetry of drugs and promiscuous sex. Neither. I
2: say McDormand.
0: Sorry. Yeah, it's, that oh. was almost famous. Yeah, ah. that was from her. That was because he said, "Mom, it's not it's bad. Football. It's poetry," and mm-hmm. she said, "It's not po- It's yeah, it's poetry. Poetry of drugs and promiscuous sex." Yeah. All Lady right. Said. So now we all, who said that this isn't an educational podcast? We're talking about yeah. Francis Bacon.
2: Yeah. This is going to be educated, here. motherfuckers.
0: Somebody call the Smithsonian. We did it. Yes,
2: please.
0: <laughs> what all up? right. So we have wrapped up another fantastic episode of high five Cole in the podcast on the project hyphen nerd podcast network. This has been a blast. I always love talking with you ladies, but I want people to subscribe to high five, the podcast. So wherever you listen to podcasts, subscribe, tell your friends to subscribe and tell that neighbor neighbor that you don't really like, tell him to subscribe too. Um yeah. Make sure you're commenting on our Facebook and our Instagram on high five lists that you want us to do so we can record them. And as always, we love to love movies. So if you just want to talk movies with me, Courtney or Mia, hit us up on Facebook, on the Instagrams and find us on the Internet. That's where we live. And we would love to talk movies with you guys because uh, yeah. that's what we do all that's, the yeah. time. That's that's all the all time. we do.
4: Correct.
0: <laughs> so until next time i can't wait to uh talk with you guys again about movies uh and everybody else will get to listen in on us being amazing and hilarious yes
1: bye.
0: Bye.
4: bye
1: we have reached the end of another high five the podcast episode it's time to lock up the writer's room and rest comfortably knowing we knocked out another great list of things you should be watching If the guys didn't mention your favorites this week in their lists, you can harass them by emailing them at my5 at high 5 com. That's m-y-f-i-v-e at h-i-g-h f-i-v-e t-h-e p-o-d-c-a-s-t dot com (sighs) Got that? Or connecting with them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash high five the podcast on twitter at high the number five the podcast instagram at high five the podcast or on letterboxd by searching high five colon the podcast don't forget to subscribe on itunes stitcher google play or wherever else you listen to podcasts and drop the show a five-star rating to show us some love what's the worst that could happen